podcast friends. My name is David Lee and you are listening to the Inspire Design Create podcast, giving freelance filmmakers a voice, sharing their stories and connecting the world of cinematography, commercial filmmaking and starting your own business together. Let's go. Check. Mike. Check. Mike. Check. What is going on friends? We are back with a brand new week. This is a brand new podcast episode welcome to uh the third of what am i talking about or what i'm trying to say there's two more episodes left of the year uh so welcome to the third out of the fourth one yes uh and today we are talking about something that perhaps is not talked about often in these podcasts uh, but these are items characteristics uh you know things that can help you out more so on the business end when it comes to your um, your life as a owner operator. So we're not talking about gear. We're not talking about um, you know breakdown. We're not talking about cinematography anything like that. This is really more um, business centric, right? Such as the uh, the title of this episode, which is the tools for success that aren't gear related, right? And you might be thinking to yourself, well, you know, if if it isn't about gear, how am I supposed to be successful? Well. If you don't have a job, if you don't have projects coming up, then you won't be in business. You won't be successful at all, right? So, uh, I have this broken down into five uh, little bullet points, or you know, five um, action items, right? So, we'll talk about the first one, which is communication. Now, what what I mean by communication and how is this a tool for success as a as a cinematographer, uh, even if you're uh, doing lower end budget shoots, you know, like a couple thousand dollars, things like that, in that nature. Um, you know, and if you're working by yourself or if you only work with like one person, like a camera utility, uh, or if you're working with a, you know, a general crew, you have a, a production designer, you have a director, producer, you have, um, uh, you have your, your regular camera department crew, second AC, first AC, maybe a cam op or gimbal op. Um, you have, you know, your sound mixer, you have your, uh, you have G and E and yada, 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 H- HMU, all that kind of stuff. And if your ability to not communicate with um, essentially the people who are on your crew, as well as the agency and the director, right, the people who are getting you the jobs, um, we'll focus more on like the agency and the uh, agency slash client, as well as the uh, director, producer, people who are getting you on the jobs. If your ability to communicate uh, isn't as isn't as broad and isn't as focused as possible, right? So what I mean by broad is is having a broad set of skills when it comes to communication, your ability to uh, be a good listener, your ability to articulate your viewpoints, uh, your ability to uh, also stand firm in your ground with things that you know are just not possible with the budget that they're asking for, um, and also on the day, right? Is like how do you communicate with the people on the day when things are going. Uh, when things may not be going as smoothly as possible, you know, do you still have a good demeanor? Are you, are you someone that can still be, um, fun to work with on on the day, even, even as stressful as it can get, can you still, you know, crack jokes and, and keep things lively, you know, or are you the person that's just coming in, getting a paycheck and just leaving, you know? And again, sometimes that happens. You're just tired. You're exhausted. I get it. I've been there before too. Um, but your ability to communicate is what's, is what will get you, uh, the next job and the next job and the next job, right? And so we, we can sort of break that down uh, briefly into communication when it comes to pre-production or uh, when the agency client calls you uh, for uh, for a shoot, right? So 
uh, we'll, we'll take it into the concept in the context of like agency or producer director reaching out to you. Uh, they're the ones working with the client on the creative, the storyboards, all that kind of stuff. Um, they come to you because they need a cinematographer for this commercial, for this ad, uh, for this, uh, campaign, this corporate shoot, um, you know, all the above. And if, if you're able to communicate, uh, clear, if you're able to have clear lines of communication based upon, um, you know, say if they need a, um, they need, let's say like a, like a car rig, right? They're shooting, not necessarily a car commercial, but there is a shot where they want, um, talent to pull in, um, in a car from the street, you know? And you're like, well, uh, the best thing to do would be have a car mount, even though it's only like two shots, we still need a, we still need a car rig, whether that's like a, um, like a, uh, um, a, a three section, um, suction suction cup system a basic one on 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 the hood of a car uh that's facing into the uh, into the windows or whether it's like a tracking car um for those two shots right your ability to communicate uh with them that hey this is probably what you need based upon uh what you want right what you want is you want a car tracking the other car right so hence we need a tracking car and you provide them with the budget you know uh it could be two different ones you give them like the high level one with um you know, you probably don't need like a, a black arm for that. Anything just like even like a little Tulsa Hydra, Hydra alien will, will take care of that, you know. But again, there is a rental for that. There's the um, rental for uh, for the gimbal. There's the uh, rigging design for it. There's a prep uh, involved for that. And you give them the budget. And if, you know, they come back and, and say that, oh, you know what? It's a little bit outside of our budget or whatever it is. And you have to be able to communicate with them and say, well, you know, I understand that if you really want this shot, then this is what you need. If you don't want this shot, then we can 86 it and move on, right? Like don't give them, don't give them five, six, seven, eight options. Just give them two, you know, give them like, Hey, if this is what you want, then this is what we need. This is how much it costs. If, if this is impossible, then we don't get it and we move on, you know, like they're like, don't try to please the client being like, Oh, well, Maybe we can shop around and look for something and be like, no, like you should already know what the budget is. Or if it's something that you've never done before and you have to look into the budget, just say, hey, I don't know how much this uh, this costs, but let me do some research in the next 24 hours. I'll get back to you with the, with the number. Right. And then you uh, you call up uh, different people. You say, hey, I don't know how much this is. But I know you've done this. You've done this in the past. How much would it be to rent this or, you know, what are the items to rent it? So like like a car rig. Or car mount system, you say, okay, cool. And, you know, your 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 colleague, your friend tells you you need this, you need that, you need a mount, and you need a gimbal. Cool. Uh, go on ShareGrid and start shopping around and and seeing what the uh, what the rentals are for that, right? And then you come back uh, the next day into the meeting or to the email and just say, hey, this is how much it's going to cost, right? So, again, your ability to communicate will take you very very far in uh, in this business. The second uh, tool for success is understanding your client's needs and not, uh, not yours. So what the hell does that mean? Right. Your, your, your job isn't to, um, you know, like if, if someone is coming to you, if a client a agency, a, a production company is coming to you, they have a need and they're coming to you because you can fulfill that need, your experience, um, your skill set as a cinematographer, or director of photography, right? They're coming to you because they need someone who can bring this all together. They need someone who can um, get the crew. They need someone experienced with this type of shoots, fashion shoot, um, uh, pop culture shoots, um, you know, what else? Uh, tabletop food, um, beer commercial, uh, toothpaste ad, 
uh, power, you know, electric power tool ad, whatever it is, right? They're coming to you because they, 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 they've either worked with you in the past and they want to work with you again, or you were, you were referred to them by someone else and you have to give them what they, uh, what they need, not getting your own ideas involved. Right. And what I mean by that is, is say like, you know, they want to shoot like a, a power tool commercial for, um, Milwaukee. I think that's the name, right? Milwaukee. I've done, um, uh, fuck what I've, I've done cobalt before. I think Milwaukee is the other one. Milwaukee is the one with like the red and black, um, branding and they want to do, you know, a power tool ad for, for two days or, or something like that. And their needs are multiple 15 second deliverables, a 30 second deliverable and like a 60 second, uh, deliverable and some like TikTok stuff, right? Which is pretty standard. Um, they, they'll give you the storyboards, they'll give you the shot list, right? Whatever it is that um, they have agreed upon. Uh, don't let your vision get in the way of what they need, right? Because you can say, oh, it'd be super cool if, uh, you know, you got you guys want this boom up shot. We can do it on like a techno crane and it'll be awesome. It'll be great. And you ask them for the budget and they can't even afford, they, they can't even afford a techno crane, right? So just because you want to do something, doesn't mean that it should be there. If you're thinking of some really cool shot, you can you can uh, plan and get it and and you know you really want to get that shot. If it's not feasible, uh, if it doesn't make sense for the client to do that, then again, that's not their need. That's something that that you want to do. And if it's not within the budget, if it's not within the scope of work, um, then you know let it go. Right? You have to understand what the client's needs are first and foremost, right? Uh, the only thing I will say is uh, do your best to always keep the budget in mind so that way the uh, the key items are taken care of. Your day rates aren't suffering. Your um, high ticket items, uh, rental items aren't suffering. So that could be your camera package. That could be specialty equipment that, again, has a high uh, rental rate because it's, it's not something... Um, Either not, it's not used, not necessarily that it's not used often, but it's something that requires um, a certain skill set uh, that normal people don't have. Um, so things like that, right? Uh, small things like, you know, like a fucking sandbag or whatever. Like, you know, don't 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 trip over not getting a rental for a sandbag. It's it's just it's just a sandbag or a C stand, whatever it is. Um, so understand the client's needs um, first and foremost. All right. So the uh, third one. The third tool uh, for success that listed here is being able to adapt, having the uh, that notion of adaptability, right? Being able to, you know, if you're like martial arts, right, sort of like ebb and flow with um, how the match is going. So adaptability is um, being able to adapt really on set, you know, because pre-production is where you where you all come together and figure out what are we going to do, what can we do, what can't we do, what's in the budget, what's outside the budget. And all that, all that's basically, that's your, your game plan, right? Game plan is set on the day you show up and you have to be able to adapt. Maybe the weather changes. You're uh, looking at uh, sunny skies and it's overcast. You're looking uh, at clear and um, uh, easy wind and you get to, and you get to the location and it's just, it's just windy as hell. You're like, oh man, this is going to be a tough one, you know, or maybe, uh, something electrical happens, right? Like a circuit gets tripped. You can't get the power back on. Uh, you don't have a generator. Um, your, maybe, maybe one of your, your, uh, cameras just decides to crap out on you and you power it on and then it just shuts off like five minutes later. You can't get it back on. How do you adapt? Right. Um, so 
I guess my answer to that is don't freak out. Don't freak out. Just, you know, you have to be able to um, go with what you have and hopefully you have a backup plan, right? So whether that's like maybe your your standard uh, workflow or your standard operating procedure is you always bring like a backup camera. That doesn't necessarily have to be like another A camera. It could just be, I don't know, like a mirrorless camera, right? Something where you're like, man, worst case scenario is we have to use this thing, but at least we have something to use. So always have like, you know, backup items that you can um, bring along with you uh, in those events where something happens to your your main equipment. Uh, again, weather change, right? It, it, it was supposed to be sunny. Storyboard was for sunny. Uh, and you're like, well, we we weren't really prepared for that uh, because it was supposed to be sunny this whole week. The day before, it says it's going to be sunny. All of a sudden, it's raining. It's overcast. It's Seattle. It's London. We have no idea what the hell we're going to do. Uh, so you have to pivot, right? Maybe the... Um, you, you talk to the director and say, hey, uh, is this still going to work out? Because the the um, the emotion for the scene was supposed to be, you know, bright, sunny skies. We're supposed to be shooting exteriors. Um, it is just overcast. Can we still shoot this? Do you guys still want to shoot this? And they say yes. Then cool. Maybe we just have to um, pivot. Maybe it's using all of the lights that we have outside and, you know, creating some sort of like faux sunlight you know with like skip bounce and some crls action or some uh 12 by 12 bounce or whatever it is um you know in the situation where it's raining it's like hey we have to shoot inside now um you know this might be something where we have to uh, you guys might have to talk about hiring vfx afterwards and you know doing some sky replacement outside because if we you know we have to see these windows uh all you're seeing is just rain so you might have to do some some vfx stuff right being able, being able to adapt. There's always going to be a situation where you will be asked to do something that is, uh, not, not, it's not under your control. You know, like you can't control the sun, you can't control the weather, you can't control, um, if uh, a talent comes in four hours later. That this happened to me, where a talent comes in like three, four, five hours late, and you're like, what the fuck? Like, we now we're four hours behind. We literally have to get every shot. And we have to sacrifice certain things, like our lighting setups are. Uh, take out shots. So being able to adapt, right, uh, is probably one of the most important tools for success. Uh, the fifth one is team management. So as a cinematographer, you're on set, you are in charge of different people, you know, uh, your own camera department crew, but also the heads of department. You're also uh, in charge of working with the uh, with the genie. You're in charge, you know, the 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 PA is going to come to you, the first AD is going to come to you, the second AD is going to come to you. Uh, the producer might you know, he or she might, might walk over and, and ask, well, you know, what is this? How long is this going to take? Um, the, the sound mixer, right? Uh, everyone, your job as a cinematographer isn't just to achieve the visual looks uh, for the project that you're being uh, asked to, uh, to complete, but it's also being able to manage your team, you know, me, being able to manage client expectations, but also the expectations of your crew, right? You know, how, how can you be a leader on set when things are going uh, not so great, but also when things are going great, you know, can you keep the morale up? Can you continue to um, be a joy to work with on set? And can you be as efficient as possible by making sure that the lines of communication between the different heads of the department are as smooth as possible right now? Generally, that is a first AD um, uh, function. But as a cinematographer, I have grown to um, to learn that if you can kind of mimic what the first AD is doing, it gives you um, a heads up as far as like, hmm, you know, this may be in the works where 
uh, art direction is going a, a different direction or, you know, wardrobe is changing or maybe um, there's an issue with the sound department, you know, so how is that going to affect your day? Because it will, right? That may mean, you know, you're 15 minutes behind, you're half an hour behind, you're an hour behind. So then you start working with the first CD to be proactive, getting the shots that um, are necessary and the shots that maybe are like wish list shots. You 86 those and, and say, hey, we probably don't need this. Double check with the director and if he or she is cool with that because, you know, things happen, right? Like adaptability, right? Things happen and you have to be able to move on, right? Don't just worry about like your department. Now, obviously, your department comes first and foremost because if your department is lacking in any way, then it's going to affect everyone else, right? But if you can have close tabs on your team, the camera department, also G&E, then the other things that you can uh, communicate through uh, when it comes to art direction, the, the set deck, art direction, hair, makeup, whatever it is, then that will be easier because it's one less um, department for you to have to uh, be concerned with. So hopefully that makes that makes sense. You know, I know a lot of people don't like to work that way. They just worry about camera department and like genie and that's it. They don't they don't care about sound. They don't care about um, hair, makeup, uh, art department, set design, uh, scheduling, all that kind of stuff. But uh, it, it'll definitely make your life a hell of a lot easier if you can start to navigate into the other heads of the department and working with them um, closely. All right, and the last uh, bullet point that I have, uh, as far as a good tool for success, it, it's I don't I hate using that word like woo woo and you know all fucking like um, hippie stuff, but at the end of the day, like you should have a dream for yourself. You know, you should have you can call it a goal, you can call it a vision, you can call it a mission, whatever the fuck you want to call it. I call it a dream because it's the easiest thing. If you don't have like like an end dream, you don't have an end goal, none of this really is going to make any sense to you, right? And and you may be doing this for 10, 20 years. You're like, man, fuck this. I don't do this anymore. And the reason why you stop at anything um, is is you just don't have a strong enough dream that is like that you're that you're aiming up towards, you know, like like uh, say you're a basketball player, right? What is your dream? I don't fucking know. Like, well, you know, maybe your dream should be getting into the championship, make, making sure your team can get to the the, the playoffs, right? Could be soccer, could be football, basketball, baseball, whatever it is, right? Your your dream shouldn't just to be like mosing mosing along every day, day to day. You should have like some goal in mind, some some ultimate dream in mind. Maybe it's to expand your business to have like a a ten thousand square foot building, like studio. Uh, maybe it's to uh, be like, I don't know, like a travel filmmaker, right? Like, like a, someone like a Brandon Lee, where you get to make like amazing ads and commercials for, for clients and, and do YouTube on the side, create content and, and just have fun with life. You know, like what is your, what is your end dream? If you've been stuck in situations where you feel like you're just doing the same shit over and over again, every month, every year, year and year and year, and you're not really having fun, you're not really enjoying your time as a cinematographer or, or as a freelance owner operator, then I think the one thing that you can look too, that is probably uh, the reason why you're you're stuck in a rut, as they say, is you you just don't have a strong enough dream. You know, maybe, maybe your dream early on was, oh, I want to be a filmmaker because I want to make movies or I want to make feature films, like all of us are, you know, or many of us do at least. And you know, 10, 15 years go by and you're still just doing corporate shoots, you're doing events, maybe you're doing uh, smaller ads or or budget or you know, lower budget commercials, and it's just sucked the soul out of you. And you're like, man, I don't want to do this anymore, but I've been doing this for so long that I don't know what else to do. 
So if that's the case, if your dream was, you know, you, you look back and you're like, man, I still want to make movies, then take the initiative to, um, start making that happen. Whether that's, uh, you know, taking time, uh, for, for no budget at all, no pay at all to do short films, right? Kind of get your feet wet, start working in narrative realms because, uh, narrative shoots are, they're all kind of the same, whether you're on a commercial or narrative shoot or music video, the, the structure is still the same, but your ability to tell a story is different, you know, because telling a story in a 30 second ad is different than telling a story for an hour and 50 minutes, you know, because now you have to extrapolate that storytelling much, much for a much longer duration with, you know, character arcs and story arcs and, and plots and, and, you know, things like that. Uh, motivating incidents, right? Um, um, uh, the, the hero's journey and, and all that stuff, right? That make a story what it is. So, you know, ask yourself, is your dream still the same dream? And and if it's not, maybe you have to, you know, take a step back and 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 say, hey, do I still want to continue this? Uh, I want to continue, you know, maybe the, the answer is I do want to continue this. I just don't know how to do it. You have to first figure out like what the hell your dream is in the first place, you know? So, um, definitely take time to, 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 uh, unwind from the year and, and write down, write down, uh, a couple of things that you want to have happen in your life. And, um, hopefully one of those is going back to like that original, you know, dream that you had for, for your life and for your career. Okay. So I hope that, uh, I hope these five bullet points have helped you guys out in some way, shape or form. I know that, um, for me, uh, it's way easier and, and not necessarily easier, but it's been beneficial for me to write down my goals, write down my, every year. I have a, uh, a vision board. It's, it's just a whiteboard. You can get it from, you know, Target or Walmart, Ralph's, whatever, Office Depot. And I write down at least three to five goals that I want to hit um, by the end of the year, by the end, of, by the end of the next year. Right. So that could be like financial goals. That could be uh, personal goals. That could be professional goals. Um, but it gives me things to, to aim for every year. Right. And every year it's like, okay, cool. We get one, we get another, another goal, another goal, another goal leading up to that, that big, you know, dream eventually uh, for me, which is being able to, uh, to shoot feature films, uh, more often than not, you know, uh, and, and also larger, larger scale ads. So, you know, luckily every year has like progressed to that point where it's getting bigger and bigger and bigger. But if I didn't have those goals, those dreams to begin with, I would probably still be shooting events or whatever it is, you know, and again, nothing wrong with like shooting music videos only or events only or um, branded content only. You got to figure out what it is that you want to do. For me, uh, my goal, my dream is narrative work. And yeah, as you can tell from all the short films that I've done that I've won at, uh, won at film festivals and things like that, like that dream is slowly becoming a reality, you know? Okay. If you like this video, please like this video. I actually need to make uh, some more YouTube videos. So good reminder. If you like this episode, please rate it on Apple Podcasts. I'd appreciate it. As always, please subscribe to the uh, to the podcast. We're on Spotify. We're on, on Apple Podcasts, iTunes Podcasts. I, I think it's Apple Podcasts now, uh, now that I remember. And share it with all your friends, your homies, your homets. You know the drill, friends. And I will catch you guys in the next podcast episode. <laughs>